0: Greetings, greetings, good people. This is Adon Bean. What up, good folks? Uh, I just wanted to shout y'all out. Thank you so much for listening to the set list for this run of uh, 2018. Um, I've had some incredible guests at the um, super dope Yanni Moe and Jack Preston at Jamaica West, the incredible uh, Rob Milton. Alex Faith and, and and the one and only show Baraka So yeah man It's been a lot of fun And uh, there's just I've been in talks with a lot of artists That um, I just really appreciate Who are uh, looking to sit down For an interview coming up pretty soon So uh, But with that being said I'm thinking Like as we are Kind of winding it down for the year It's probably best If uh, I go into the vault And maybe release some episodes That uh, you might not have heard Uh, Some conversations that uh, I really enjoyed having and so for the next few weeks here um, I'm probably going to just throw up some of these episodes. Uh, I think that although they happened uh, maybe a year or so a couple years ago um, still just really insightful conversations uh, about music because music is definitely timeless and so uh, for the first one I want to reach out and bring up um, my good homie and incredible incredible musician, producer composer, uh, Roman John Arthur of Wonderland uh, Records. Um, he is um You've probably seen him beside Jadenna uh, doing a classic man or you've heard his work on um, Janelle Monet projects dating back to the Arc Android and uh, and then you might have just seen his own work, his mashup album that he did uh, with Radiohead and D'Angelo called OK Lady and a host of things. I sat down with Roman John Arthur. I think this was 2015 if I'm not mistaken. And I really got to sit down and pick his brain about his idea of a set list. And he's just such a great person. I've known him forever and a day. And um, I'm just completely amazed with the amount of music and transformative work that he does for himself as well as for other artists. And uh, so much of that that the world has still yet to see. So I'm excited. Uh, And so I just think it'd be kind of good to put this out now so that uh, you can... Refamiliarize yourself with uh, a genius and i really do believe roman's a genius uh as i said he is a member of wonderland art society he is an artist on uh, wonderland records uh, helmed by the queen janelle monet and um yeah i think that this conversation is great I, i had an opportunity to sit down with with saint beauty earlier so you could probably go back and check that in the catalog but uh but this is a great conversation with roman john arthur like i said it occurred about 2015 i uh i hope y'all like it i hope y'all dig it um with that being said i'm gonna keep rolling out some some new old episodes and um please be sure to um subscribe tell a friend and review all of that matters so much and i really appreciate y'all rocking with me so uh with no further ado this is roman john arthur the set List. let's go Check one, check two, check one, check two, what up, good people? My name is Adon Bean, and you are here on Fourth District at the set list. What's going on, good people, happy that you are tuned in um I'm so happy and so excited uh for the guest that we have in the studio um it's a you know brother from another mother. <clears throat> <clears throat> like, I love the way he comes in, even with just, just a nice, like, anticipatory cough to let you know he's in the building. But no, man, um, I'm talking none other than um, just a treat, a musical treat, man. Um, singer, songwriter, producer extraordinaire, Roman John Arthur. What's hey, up, y- son? Hey, <laughs> what up, brother? hello, everyone.
1: My
2: name is Roman
1: john arthur yo yo (laughs) these are my no this is not my song this is not my podcast it is not i am a guest today. you are thank you for having me man don yeah beanie baby (laughs) (laughs) what's up baby i'll take it
0: (laughs) 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 nothing man nothing (laughs) nothing but no sir Thank you family. so much for stopping through 4th District, homie. For oh, real.
1: thank you for calling a cab for me.
0: I, yeah, <laughs> we had to. Had to. We got some good <laughs> wine here. We're just going to sit out here and we're, we're just going to get all up in your business. Yeah let's, yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, I want to definitely let the people know, um, for those who are just tuning in for the first time on the set list, that this is part of uh our inaugural series uh of uh the fourth five man in which we identify five artists here at four district that we believe in that we wholeheartedly support that we think are um game changers and we think that they are going to impress upon the world some amazing awesomeness and uh um roman Mm -hmm. john arthur is one of those artists and so Mm -hmm. we are so thankful that he took time out the busy schedule to come through, man and so what we do, as I've explained to you pre-production that what we do here at the set list we just kind of get to know you we get to know what it is that that got you to be who you are. Just explain yourself a little bit um you mm-hmm. are originally from well, let's see are, I know you out of North Carolina, but That's, yeah, I would say largely I'm from North Carolina, okay.
1: Born in Denton, Texas. Born in Denton, so Texas I still claim Texas to a degree. Texas. Word. But, the uh, Republic. Yes. Of Texas, <laughs> lest we forget. Right. Okay.
0: The Texan country. Yes. yes. But uh but all, but North Carolina mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about Winston Winston-Salem, Winston-Salem. Yes, Trey sir. Fro baby there it is <laughs> there it is <laughs> always repping that absolutely yeah. man but you know we uh, we W's are.
1: have been inc- sorry not to cut you off no. W's have been incredibly important in my life yeah I went to uh, I grew up in Winston-Salem yes I uh, went to West Forsyth High School okay alma mater of the now in the playoffs now rep- representing for the clippers uh chris paul mm. so wake forest i went to wake forest as well mm. also alma mater of chris paul and tim duncan his mm. opponent right now
0: <laughs> shout out to randolph childress yes.
1: yeah <laughs> oh poor randolph oh my gosh <laughs> and the trailblazers what the fuck happened? anyway um and uh yeah and 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 uh, i went straight from wake forest to wonderland so wonderland winston-salem yeah. wake forest
0: West Versailles Wonderland, that's what's it's all. And for those who don't know Wonderland, Wonderland Arts Society, mm-hmm. good sir, you are um, you are a member of that collective, but you are also uh one of the flagship artists of uh of Wonderland Records. Yes, by the grace of God I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, part of that five as well. Yes, you are. And that is uh of course uh started and, and um kind of spearheaded by the illustrious, amazing visionary. Mm-hmm. Miss Janelle Monet. my hero there she goes <laughs> there she goes yeah. <laughs> but um she goes <laughs> but yeah so man tell me I mean um, uh, you know I I know but for the benefit like just talk to me about that that connection you know with um, yeah. Janelle and with Wonderland and um you of course have produced on uh her first two records Mm -hmm. at this point um Mm -hmm. we are talking about the Arc android we are talking about electric lady yeah um but you you've you've just you've been around man for for for
1: for a bit man what's it's weird i don't know how i got into this i mean i do but i don't yeah it's it's a real i I say by the grace of god Mm -hmm. in all seriousness uh i did not study music in school i studied spanish and medicine and uh when I left Wake Forest and hopped over to the mystery school of Wonderland. Yeah. Um, you know, I was embraced with open arms right. by Nate Rocket Wonder, who is Shut my up. flesh and blood brother. Uh, I, I and, view him as as my flesh <laughs> and blood brother as well. But <laughs> I yes. feel you brother. Yeah. And so uh and so we you know I started working um as a hobby on production and while I was at Wake and um I hopped down to wake uh, to uh, Wonderland right after that. Mm-hmm. And uh to kind of you know help j- my brother really yeah. to kind of tie up the loose ends on Janelle's last project or her, her, her at th- that point current project right. was the Arc Android. And um you know I did what I could. I kind of put
0: together some
1: overtures which I was uh, into. I mean I've always so been wait a second. big fan wait, of. Just okay. shut up. <laughs> just
0: shut shut your face. <laughs> shut your pretty little mouth, Ronnie. <laughs> So you're saying you did what you could? I did what I could. I did what I could. I I did some overtures, but I did what I could.
1: Yeah, I listen, man. I I, I was at that point. My my uh, musical background consisted of an acapella group. Okay, okay. That <laughs> was pretty much. I mean, in church, you know. Yeah. So I I had some some limited experience arranging. Mm-hmm. I had a deep love for uh, theatrical music. Right. Um, and as I've explored that over time, I've realized it wasn't really for theatrical music because I don't really like musicals as much as I thought I did mm-hmm. I like Stephen Sondheim that's so, that, that is that is a distinguishing so, yeah, factor it to is, make it is it is I'm not saying that I've never liked another musical yeah. but uh, but but really I, I fell in love with West Side Story in the ninth grade mm-hmm. and I always had in the back or somewhere in my mind that I was gonna um, you know make music in that same way it seemed like his music was so tied together Mm-hmm. so well mm-hmm. lyrically uh melodically um from an arrangement standpoint it all told the story so tightly right in the way that that, that music did um in those inaugural years of like you know actual recording of right. music um that i i fell in love with that and so when nate came to me and said uh you know we need something to kind of tie together this this project uh this music and i heard the music and i loved it and i'd been you know listening he's sending me demos and stuff yeah. like that in between lap and <laughs> you know listening <laughs> to those things And then, um you know I, I looked at it as an opportunity to just try something and there was no
0: you know there was, there was no risk so right i, I tried and so I did well and yeah so you did yeah. what, what you did is things like this this overture here that, okay. that we're going <laughs> to listen to for for a little bit here okay. <laughs> yeah so you so amateur yeah so so amateur is what I, <laughs> what i'm hearing you know like really that's such an audacious way to start um a in essence it's so hard to classify what it is that janelle does mm-hmm. um as an artist uh good pun but uh yeah man but uh <laughs> but uh, it you know to start in essence for the sake of conversation let's call it pop let's oh, sure call, let's yeah, call yeah. it that let's let's do that it's very audacious in 2010 to start a pop album with, mm-hmm. a, with a sweet overture. <laughs> well, I mean, we thought that the climate
1: needed, uh, you know, something a little different at that point. Um, the climate agrees. <laughs> you know, but it really came down to what, what uh, Janelle saw as a vision for her album. I was happy to contribute mm-hmm. in the way that I could um, and use the, the skills that I was... I didn't know I was really cultivating, and, mm-hmm. and I, like I said, in an acapella group, and um, that I had, you know, had limited exposure to in, in my younger days and whatnot in terms of like reading music, right? Um, and uh, you know, I was just happy to be a part of the whole thing, man. Right. I came down to Wonderland, and you know, I had I had done the overtures and whatnot. That was like the grand, you know, right gesture, or whatnot. But I came down there, and I was like a super intern, really. That's mm. basically what I was. I was. Mm-hmm. patching stages and you know loading gear and right. shit like that doing videography which i was awful at <laughs> awful at i maybe recorded three shows and you might have caught you know, <laughs> they said never and, again yeah, yeah never, never no again, more, never again <laughs> never no more maybe. don't
0: don't use that <laughs> <laughs> but no it's it's funny because um you know I, I of course and i and i'll say this so i of course uh, met your brother mm-hmm. while in undergrad in mm-hmm. college and um and a little strange fun fact: I have locks as a result of your brother. Actually, is that right? That's very true. Your brother <laughs> was the one who was like, "Yeah, man, you just shouldn't cut your hair." And I was like, "Word, I'm doing it. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> doing it. All the cool kids. All the cool, cool yeah." Kids. So, um, but yeah, man, they rock one more house. Pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty accurate. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so he's the reason why I actually have locks. But I remember, remember meeting you. Uh, one of those visits uh, in 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 um in in college, I think you were just visiting, mm-hmm. you know, your brother and whatnot, and uh, so then to reconnect with you at Wonderland, I was just like, I had no idea you did all of this. I <laughs> had no idea all of this was in this was in this was yeah. in this frame. Yeah, thank you, man. <laughs> but uh, you're too kind. Hey 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 hey. hey. But, aye, aye, aye. <laughs> but yeah, man. So you know. I, i don't want to get ahead of ourselves but Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. the idea really is just to speak to people and let you know to tell them how you you know how you got to where you are and it's and it's it's just such an interesting story i think for someone who didn't foresee themselves kind of in this place that they're in right now right yeah Yeah. it kind of found you in 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 its own interesting way it did
1: to a degree mm -hmm. and i know i the way i've spoken about it it seems that way but now that i'm in it okay it's like one of those things that, you know, when you're a kid, you think you can do any fucking thing. Right. And, and I was definitely one of those people that, um, you know, when I was six or seven, I, I saw anything I saw on television. I thought I could do that one day. Yeah. You know, professional football player. Mm -hmm. I do that one day. Mm -hmm. Basketball, you know, do that one day, you know, Musician, I can do that. I can sing pretty good. You <laughs> right. Know, whatever. You know, <laughs> whatever. Right. Why not? You're audacious <laughs> enough to think you can do that. Absolutely. So I definitely, you know, in the back of my mind, had dreams of of um, being an entertainer. And um, as I look back now at old photos or old videos of myself, I see, oh, I, you know, I definitely had a penchant mm-hmm. um, for it. And and now, you know, I spend my time and my energy trying to reconnect with that little devil mm-hmm. that that thought <laughs> that and that uh you know dared to do those things. Didn't believe in
0: limitations yeah, and just absolutely. said I'm gonna go forward. I, you know I think that's a great segue because what we like to talk about is really um artists themselves and their genesis, you know, mm-hmm. their origin story in a way, mm-hmm. right? And so um one of those ways that we do that is discussing, you know, in the context of a set list, right? So we want to sure. talk about what was what was kind of the opener, right? Like mm, like yeah. what what in essence was would you would you trace as your beginning as an artist do you recall yeah sure your first foray your first song your first
3: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: he's laughing
0: (laughs) i am laughing because i'm thinking about you know
1: little recordings that i did when i was uh when i had a little karaoke machine you know the thing with two two tapes oh of course yes. right it was the first time you can you know if you're if you're creative enough you put the tape over the Absolutely you, is, This is confusing But you put a piece of tape Over the edge of the tape Absolutely To record on it Yes I m- might be aging myself here But yeah. <laughs> you know We're You put that And then old. you you know So I remember trying to uh, You know Record little my, Do my little multi-tracking there <laughs> Of course Right Right
3: There's <laughs> like a little so, EQ yeah. part Where you could just kind yeah, of Exactly, kinda exactly. Three, three knobs That's it That's it
1: Bring a little bass <laughs> No No but Um i remember that and and then you know having little just little things that i would do that that i would try to express myself musically Mm uh when i was younger but the first song that i released um as an artist at wonderland Mm -hmm. was a song called i69 okay Yeah, yeah and uh that uh yeah, that was my first publicly released on a on a grand scale. Right,
0: you know, music. well, it's interesting. We, we we featured that on our music Monday. Is uh, that right? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, hey. not too long ago, right now. But yeah, hey. was, we're gonna we're gonna play a little bit of i sixty nine, Roman John Arthur. yes sir it's such a smooth melody sir i, I feel like it's it's uh suggy <laughs> otis out of my head it's it's uh it's got um that know, albums and bruh yeah
1: outstanding album inspiration yeah. information yes sir. you know my 11th no 12th grade girlfriend's father who was one of those like you know basement kind of musicians or whatever thing mm-hmm. with doug schaefer what up doug he was a really nice guy yeah really sweet guy honestly mm-hmm. um but uh, he introduced me to Suggy Otis. You know, yeah, just this little, you know, <laughs> short, very frail white man. Yeah, but very soulful. Yeah, and just like the way that he carried himself. Nice. And uh, he introduced me to Shuggy Otis, and I will never forget that hey. first time I heard information. Information. I thought, man, this is
0: like a lost Stevie Wonder right treasure. Right, right, <laughs> right. right. It's yeah. just, uh, and to think of you know the caliber of music that he was doing at that age yeah. like you know this yeah. the session musician was yeah. you know had all of this in him at, all of it you know 17 19 18 years old it's just crazy tremendous um but yeah man that that's you know that's a frame of mind i 69 puts me in when i when i hear that and and it's it's just such a um such a dog what came first for you um in terms of like well I'm gonna hold off on that question. Okay. Tell me, you know, we were talking about Shayotis, but tell me, you know, the other kind of coin to that opener question is mm-hmm. what I like to talk to artists and find out is like, you know, what albums or what artists have they heard in a way that their opening song or their their intro to their album just kind of mm-hmm. blew them away, you know, yeah. kind of oriented them in a way like I can't believe yeah. this record started this yeah. way.
1: no nah, I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of great albums that have started in incredible ways i mean you can go with i mean there are are obvious mm-hmm. answers uh, like like let's go crazy mm. on purple rain <laughs> man <laughs> which is just like a you know yeah you can't you can't uh you cannot deny uh that as an opening song um i remember though one of the first albums i ever got um as a gift um an actual cd from my brother was lauren hills a miseducation Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um you know lost ones it's funny how money (laughs) changes situation (laughs) miscommunication leads to complication man i mean like nah seriously though that album that album and the way it starts lauren is definitely in my top three mcs like Mm -hmm. of all time so i mean i could deny that but i will tell this other story though um is in terms of an introduction to an artist that I that I knew no, like I didn't know shit about
3: mm-hmm.
1: I was up one time um, maybe when I was 14 or something like that I want to say mm-hmm. and I was watching TV this is back when they still played like music videos like late night kind of things. way back watching TV past my bedtime and and I saw this red-headed woman and mm-hmm. she's dancing her ass off mm-hmm. and there's this funky ass beat and i was like what the hell is it? It was like bring, bring ding ding, yeah 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 what in the world so I, I i mean i couldn't shazam it you of know I, I don't i don't even remember how i i uh remembered it are we talking about miss yeah. nikki nikki costa nikki yeah. costa yeah, yeah nikki costa she was she was um yeah so i, I remembered I don't know. I must. I must have wrote it down or something like that. But I definitely requested that at my next uh, gift getting opportunity, <laughs> whatever it was—my birthday or something like that. My mom got that album for me, and uh, that introduced me to her art and into Mark, Mark Ronson, who we were talking about earlier. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so was
0: so was it so was it the like a feather joint that? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. It just kind of came off? That was, that was an amazing one. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna listen to a little bit of that okay. right now. Okay. Hell yeah. That was Nika Costa. <sighs> like a feather. Like a feather. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that video, man. Man. She was, she looked like a, just a redheaded fury. God, she's so fucking fine. I don't know if you can cuss on this
3: podcast, but yeah. <laughs> We've been cussing. We've we'll been it. cussing. Yeah. <laughs> that happened. It happened.
0: But yeah, man. She's, man. she, yeah. she's bad though, man. Bad and that, to the man. I, I, I love that. Um, I don't want to jump ahead to stuff, but I know that, that, you know i love her and van hunts um, yeah. mean sleep mm. that record
1: i haven't heard that one
0: really they have a collaboration they did yeah so what, what? they did is um not a full record but off off van hunts second record uh, um what is that all uh on the dance floors on that and oh, you know, some man of it. really but what they did is they remade uh crease summer because that was uh mean sleep was uh-huh. a Cree summer song right. that, that, that lenny wrote and uh and so, they got together and um, remade it. And it's uh, oh man, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna be you yeah. Know, nah, go ahead. I'm man. just gonna be. I don't know. Go ahead. I'm just man. gonna take over. It it I'ma interview myself. Like me real. I'ma interview myself and play Van Hunt. Mean sleep. Just because Van yeah, Hunt's a bad brother. Man, it's such a beautiful song. What can we scrape together? From all love
2: worn emotions, handfuls of hate, and a bitter sweet devotion. Cause I am pushing cobwebs and I'm floating into myself. Who will find
0: man van hunt mika costa mean sleep Whew. on the jungle floor man get familiar yeah but yeah, man. <laughs> yeah yeah but no he it's voice man get out of here yeah but you know and that's one of those things right like you you know you said that you know you this this you didn't know who she was but you're you're watching television and you see you know this person and you're like immediately engaged (laughs) you're immediately a fan and that's kind of one of the other parts of you know and aroused (laughs) to be honest (laughs) this podcast just went somewhere Now you just went somewhere else (laughs) but no absolutely what we're talking about (laughs) though is um you know you found yourself though as just a fan in that position and I, i think that's very interesting from the perspective of like what are you know when you found yourself as a in the crowd right because so Mm -hmm. often as artists you know Mm -hmm. we're on a stage often and 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 we are presenting presenting, right Mm -hmm. we are we are um in a performative aspect and finding Mm -hmm. a way (laughs) finding a way to give that (laughs) to the people in Mm -hmm. a way that is palatable Mm -hmm. and sometimes in a way that isn't palatable just because we want to do it you know Mm -hmm. sometimes we just want to um stick a square peg in a round hole because that's what we feel called to do on the stage but i'm curious as a crowd you know from that crowd pleaser perspective can you talk about one of your favorite live show experiences you know Mm. from when not you know because you're on a stage often or because you can be on a stage often can you talk about one of those moments when you were just in the audience and in awe?
1: i can i want to preface this by saying that like all of my answers at some point could could be drawn back to stevie wonder so you know I, i'm enough. trying i'm trying to measure how much stevie that i put into this we
0: all do this but yes yeah, we, but yeah, i mean stevie is a legitimate answer to every question every every all of Ever.
1: these <laughs> no i mean i saw i've seen stevie live uh a few times now and, and uh every time it's a tremendous experience um and just to quickly hit on him you know, the last time I saw him here in Atlanta at the at Phillips Arena, mm-hmm. he was doing the um, songs in the Key, Key of Life tour. tour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he did uh, Joy Inside My Tears. Mm. And I just, uh, hmm. yeah, I was definitely moved uh, beyond even tears. Like, it was just like, it just lifted my spirit to hear him um, sing that song live. It's always moved me yeah. to a tremendous degree. Um, but uh, away from Stevie, I mean, because, again, that's kind of like cheating. I I would say, like again, in Atlanta. Ooh man, I um, God, I've had so many great live experiences. Though I mean, you know, I've been on the road with people as crazy as like of Montreal. You know, Kevin Barnes. Absolutely. Like seeing him come out on a horse naked, (laughs) (laughs) do some really fearless shit. You know, right, right. But but uh, one of the most more recent experiences, you know, Outcast reunited last summer for for their kind of 40 dates um which i i think the world is still thanking them for that absolutely how good those shows were compared to well you know not to disparage anybody but just to compare it to like the live hip-hop shows that have existed since they've been on stage yeah and they just fucking crushed it man they came out um at counterpoint which was their third Gig, right? They yeah. did two shows at Coachella, right? And they just got fucking railed for their first gigs at Coachella, right. Dre in particular, because of like how he was dressed and like, yeah, you know, everybody was talking about how he wasn't like energetic and all that, shit regardless of the fact that he just lost both of his parents in the past eight months. And it's like, you know, people are getting on his case. So he comes back to Atlanta or you know, he comes back close to Atlanta, he's in Rome, yeah, and um, doing Counterpoint. And man, like that show, the whole show they just fucking murdered it they just <sighs> murdered it man he had like it was even from like the way that they had the sh- shit set up like Drake. Uh, you know big big has been holding down Outcast. absolutely so he, you know he's got his shit he's got his, his performance stage. chops his performance like chops heavy, are yeah. up but dre to come out the way that he did he had on his you know jumpsuit that he wore for the remainder of the shows as far as i'm concerned yeah or as far as i knew right um he did and uh he's got you know big's got the wireless mic dre's got the wired mic <laughs> yeah it's like the, the, the dichotomy is perfect man <laughs> they got the box on stage but they're not fucking around with it too too much they only yeah. use they, they, like they were just hitting the beats man <laughs> and then they had their individual show moments it was just like you know i mean i'm i'm a on on a scale of like one to like fanatic Mm-hmm. I would say I'm a like seven or eight Outcast fan, mm-hmm. just you know, just compared to like sure. Atlanta people, you right? Know? I, I love Outcast, but right. like, compared to people I know in Atlanta. So I mean, you know, to see them come out and do it, man, it
0: was just ah. Oh, and I think what like, that you know, was a moment. One of the things you're talking about as well with, um, in particular, that counterpoint show is just mm-hmm. that there was so much you know, stuff heading into it because there was weather issues and they yeah. didn't know if it was actually gonna happen. Yeah. You know, and at the mm-hmm. time there was no Atlanta dates that were announced. So you had yeah. a, a lot of Atlanta They didn't know about
1: the actual Atlanta show that was yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So a lot of Atlanta just was like, Well this might be the closest we get to see mm-hmm. this history making performance. Away, right. So they drive up, but um there's, you know, rain and tornado you know just all of that stuff (laughs) and then to know you know that or whatever around 1 a.m they hit the stage and just tear it down i can understand that absolutely being an amazing moment you know one of the other parts i think the other side of that that kind of crowd pleaser point is when we kind of We kind of ask the people out in the audience and the audience, although we do not have a studio audience that you can see with your natural eye, stay woke, stay woke, brother. But but, uh, we do reach out to the interwebs Uh and uh, and reach out and ask for questions in that regard. And one of the questions that we heard come in Mm -hmm. for you is just um, we had a few come in, but one of them that was most pronounced is just, you know, how do you approach your music, you know, in a sense of like in your creation process Mm -hmm. like is it are you lyric driven is it something where the melody comes to you first um you know in terms of Mm -hmm. instrumentation you play piano but you also play guitar as well and and Mm -hmm. you i've seen you on the drums from time to time you know Mm -hmm. like you you're virtuoso in that way right so i'm kind of curious like what what tends to be that first that starting off point or that point of departure for you as an artist in terms of creating music
1: Will never tell.
0: Ooh, okay,
1: all right. <laughs> no, take as that a, crowd as a, as a caveat to that. I would say that because I am not in control of that process. Um, mm. You know, I try to be open to what the wind, mm-hmm. what God tells me to do, mm-hmm. and I try to develop my skills. Mm-hmm. Um, be they, you know, playing instruments, yeah, or singing. Or reading so that I'm, you know, well read and understand what it takes to write something well. Right. Or listening to good music. I try to do all those things so that when it's time to sit down and do it, I can do whatever I need to at that moment. I never try to um, control that process because I'm such a meager person. i'm just you know i'm just a human man i'm I'm controlled by my emotions i'm Mm. controlled by day-to-day and like yeah you know people can tick me off and like all kind of all kind of shit you know Mm -hmm. it's just i try to i try to be available right when i can be um you know in terms of process that i tend to fall into you know i'll be walking in the park and, and i hear things um that that occur naturally in nature so i'll record, you know put, whip out my phone and, and record them and yeah. hopefully uh you know later be able to travel back or forward in time to that moment where we i was here it. yeah because i often think about it i was like man sometimes when you record a voice memo you're actually in the future at that moment hmm. you're you're hearing something that you I that will come to fruition later and in, in later in your mind mm-hmm. and the difficulty or, or the, the work not even just the difficulty but the work is being able to become somebody or as a producer or an artist or anything that can go forward to that moment can can meet it meet that little crumb that you left for yourself yeah and, and uh, get there so <laughs> I mean I try to do that as often as I can yeah. but you know when i sit down in there man like I, you know i write shitty songs all the time i <laughs> understood
0: understood it's a game of memento is what i'm hearing is yeah. that yeah basically yeah. you just leave little clues on your body to tell you where try. to go with to yeah. do that yeah. it's awesome i think um i think that's beautiful and, and in one way um you know a more straightforward question i think you you kind of were adjacent to and what you were just talking about but um to nowadays let's see if this might be more straightforward nowadays who are the people that you're listening to what kind yeah. of artists are inspiring oh, you oh man I have I
1: have quite a few mm-hmm. that I love um, earlier this year I heard Lonerism by Taman Paula.
0: Mm-hmm. and
1: that was an album that you know you know sometimes you get into a place where you feel kind of dry or you feel like you, you might have heard everything that you you're gonna hear I mean that's never the case but mm-hmm. you know you feel that way right. oh man What the fuck is new out here like everybody trapping this and you Mm -hmm. know indie this and like big Mm -hmm. hook this (laughs) right god God. um but but i heard that album and it just doused a whole bucket of water on my spirit and my soul Mm -hmm. and when i heard that first track come on speaking of openers yeah um, be above it be above it man it it just even the way he was recording and i could hear his voice memos in his album (laughs) which i you know like i just said i do that yeah and when i heard that i thought here's an individual who is is i don't i don't know it just touched me yeah it just touched me all the way through so i listened to that album almost exclusively for about six weeks Mm. and um you know so i've listened to them and then it's interesting there's there's a through line between them um I, i would say four groups that i can tell right now there's um there's a through line between them foster the people Mm. who i've been listening to their album Mm. um not exclusively but i i love their latest album Mm -hmm. their latest offering um uh, you know that that's just a really strong album it's the the best thing i heard come out of 2014 i think Mm -hmm. um and um uh, in terms of an album mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, to, to, don't use that to trap me anyway <laughs> but uh gotcha. no nah, nah, i heard that and then you know to hear them um and the influence that it seems that lonerism had on that particular album in terms of production in terms yeah. of sounds even melody mm-hmm. um the through line between that and then to, to know that tame Paula um was opening for mgmt at a gig that i did with or that i was you know in, you know when i was talking about patching stages and shit right, like that. Right, right. i was patching the stage for janelle at red rocks there's oh, a huge yeah. venue Absolutely. out on the, on the west uh, not the west coast but it's in colorado Colorado, yeah exactly boulder amazing yeah. venue i hope mm. to perform there someday myself and uh they were doing a gig out there they were opening for janelle mm-hmm. tame apollo was at that point and um to hear them opening for MGMT and then to know the MGMT, another group that I love. Sure. Could talk about, you know, Oracular, irac- Spectacular mm-hmm. uh, for, for days in terms of the opening on that album. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that right. album all the way through, just yeah. fucking amazing. And then um, to know that they had a, at one point opened for Up uh, Montreal and Kevin Barnes, yeah. Kevin Parker, right. Mark Foster. Right. You know, it's just like this crazy little, Absolutely. You, could see, you could see these people that are these are the people that I admire the way that they make music and the, they hear certain sounds in the same way that I hear them in nature and I can tell how they translated them Yeah, and it just moved me so
0: I think it's interesting you say that because one of the things that I always believe in you know you notice this a lot and they talk about this in terms of um, you know I'm, I'm a, essentially a pride myself as a writer but um Mm -hmm. but in terms of like you see this a lot in terms of literature and honestly in all forms of discipline but you don't think of it so much in terms of creative aspects but you know these albums these offerings they're in conversation right like Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where you know certainly when you're talking about tame apollo's record Mm -hmm. and then foster the people like these people are listening to one another they are and man when you, and they you are hear, and it's you very hear. clear yeah and so when you hear us project and you're like yeah. you know sometimes a lot of times we think about music that gets put together and we're thinking like you know how did they um you know if we try to kind of play an anachronistic game and say like man could this be released you know seven years ago mm-hmm. or eight years mm-hmm. ago but you can't really do that in the way that music itself or these 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 offerings or the way the creative process works a lot of times is that they're building blocks in these ways and that there's this communicate there's this talking that's going on in the actual art itself the
1: art itself to one another way it's beautiful it's the best way and the people It's the way that that people feel it the best Mm -hmm. you know outside of like conversations and and you know whatever medium yeah um you know on (laughs) <laughs> you know, in articles or right. social media or whatever, it, it's it's the conversations that happen in the art that are ones that that are like the most poignant because they're the most thought out, they're the most
0: poured over, mm-hmm. and uh, they're just the most moving. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, man, uh, that definitely definitely speaks a lot. It's such great music. Um, one of the things that we also like to talk about, um, as well is um, I like Ray Shermer as well, <laughs> <laughs> bruh. That. <laughs> Those those Talk kids about opening line know how. Bro, let me to. say about opening line, dog. <laughs> opening
1: line, uh, um, Donald Trump. That's my. Yes. favorite I, t- yeah. I told everybody that's, that's my one. favorite opening line that's of the, the decade, bro. That's the one. <laughs> Read my list. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, laughs> that is yeah, the yeah. best opening line yeah. ever,
0: bro. That's an amazing. Like those kids know how to make some music, <laughs> <of the new, laughs> some interesting music, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Man, so along those lines, man, yeah. we like to talk about like you know kind of um special guests, man, and mm-hmm. collaborations because mm-hmm. that's one of the things that we always see kind mm-hmm. of in mm-hmm. a um in a live performance or in a set list scenario. is mm-hmm. like when you know that that exciting moment a lot of times when an artist is up there and say it's such and such in the crowd, and uh, they end up pulling up or, or grabbing uh, you know someone who was prepared off stage or mm-hmm. was not prepared uh to come up wine right now by the way we can we can see all of this (laughs) yes man now's the time to do as much but they you call them sorry they're calling them off yeah Yeah. but all of that man is just to say that when um when you go ahead and you see kind of just those special collaborations and i think to myself like for you man um what was would you say is probably one of your favorite collaborations that you got to be a part of that
1: I got to be a part that of. That
0: you got to be a part of, so Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Let's see here. Mm-hmm. Um. I can give out suggestions if you'd like, but I, I you know, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, maybe maybe talk to me about one. And I
1: well, can tell you how. You it was. know. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, I I can say probably most timely, right? Uh-huh. Is we can speak to the fact that uh, um, there was a record barely. Two months ago, hey. that uh, featured
4: I'm a, I'm a, I'm a
0: featured the uh, the first artist out the gate uh, for the for uh, for the Wonderland Records, uh, Jadena. Man, this, let this me tell you about Chief, bro. He, Chief, yeah. that's an
1: ongoing collaboration because Chief is just like an amazing uh, person. First of all, um, visionary. Uh, leader, mm-hmm. they call him Chief for a reason. Um, and he is, um, I, I can't say really too, too much because, I mean, the world is yet to see, but and I you know, but he's just a special, special person, a special artist, special individual. I don't know what the future holds for him, man, but I, I would not put a limit on it. Yeah. I honestly would not. And uh, to work with him is, is um, you know, to say the least was a, a great pleasure and it's a, like i said it's an ongoing thing I'm, I'm leaving it you know here to go see fear and fancy right now nice so
0: <laughs> nice yo let's let's play a little bit of jadenna's featuring roman john arthur classic man
4: go away, even if she go away, even if she go away, even if she go away, I'm a classic man, you can be mean when you look this clean, I'm a classic man, calling on me like a young OG, I'm a classic man, your knees get met by the street.
0: See, man, that joint is is an earworm. I remember uh I remember uh I'm nodding profusely. <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting a, you know, hanging around in dank corners in uh hey. at Wonderland and being able to <laughs> to hear such a song yeah, much earlier. Yeah. And uh man, just I, I the the moment I heard it I was like this is going places. Yeah, you, you know <laughs> Same, what I mean? bro. Same Yeah man. it was like this is going places Now we were working
1: on Ethos, uh, not to give too much away about that process, but like, you know, we were working on Ethos and that was one of the first songs to to be done. Yeah. Like when it came through the door, Chief came down from from Brooklyn and it was like Yeah, brother, like you done you done you done got start it started. You got popping. Right, pop it. Right, right, really, right, For real. Like, out <laughs> of all all five of us or whatever, like that was one of the first uh songs to get i mean like the demo was
0: right as close to the to what we were finished yeah as any of the songs just yeah. to back up a little bit what we're talking about you know is um wonderland is uh putting out a uh, a collaborative mm-hmm. project yeah uh is it may or june is the date is that kind of up in it's, the air it's in june now okay let's say june mm-hmm. um but the project is called the ethos ethos yeah E-E. 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 yes and uh you know what that you know this is kind of the first offering from first mm-hmm. official offering let's right. say from, from February yeah. from uh from Wonderland mm-hmm. uh and um I'm excited man I've, I've you know like I said just been uh on my on my uh you know I don't know all the king's men uh you know deep throat like sneaking in and trying to hear little bits and pieces of sure, it and everything yeah. I've heard of has been amazing but but uh but but one of the things I would say is that the Ephis is featuring kind of the roster of Wonderland. And it, and they're all collaborative songs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. You all are guesting on one another's pieces and works for yeah. the most part. Yeah. yeah. So you have yourself, Roman mm-hmm. John Arthur. Very much so. Yes. You've got Jadena, uh, who, we, who we just heard from. That huh. team. And. Uh, and uh, Saint Beauty. Santa, he, Santa Belleza. Saint Beauty. Yeah. Yes. The wonderful and amazing, talented uh, duo. Yes, indeed. We who else we got there? El otro duo, mm. Deep Cotton. That's true. We have another duo called Deep Cotton an Amazing. Uh I mean, so many styles that they put together with funk and and, and rock oh my and gosh, and, yeah. and everything that they do. Yeah. But um but yeah man, you guys you guys are superheroes. You know, in <laughs> essence. Thank you, man. Nah, we're gonna
1: fulfill that then. That's what's up. Absolutely. I hope to be a superhero. Why not? Like not the whole flying thing or whatever. Yeah. But I hope to be able to do everything that I can. And con- With my youth and my life and my body and all that absolutely and i think everybody and that's that's a common thread between
0: all of the artists yeah is that we all want to be our best selves man so you know like i said i kind of you know uh imposed myself upon that question because i i knew of course of mm-hmm. of a classic man and that that's the one that came to my mind but is there you know I, you've done a lot of uh you know. not, a, not, a, not a lot of collaboration, but I've done some stuff. I've worked with
1: an artist named Marion Mariba, who... Uh, we man, definitely talked about her earlier yeah, with India Sean because, yeah, uh, you yeah. know,
0: she's such an incredible artist, Marian Mariba. Man, let
1: me tell you about them.
0: Like, uh, just... Who's also from, one of our fourth five. Ms. I was gonna Andy say, okay. Sean. Okay, yes. good. Mm. I was gonna
1: say if y'all got Emmy in here. I know Marion Marion, uh she on the west coast right mm-hmm. now, so y'all might not
0: We're trying to get it back here. Okay. <laughs> we we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're trying to okay. get okay. it back here, yeah. but yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, man. Just as songwriters, as voices, both of them, man, they're 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 like two of my best friends in Atlanta, honestly. Mm-hmm. So um, you know. And congratulations, by the way, to India on her, on her recent release. Yeah, um, really, really proud of her, and um, you know she's been doing a lot of great stuff live right now around Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Marion as
0: well; she came back and did a little show and stuff like that. So yeah, man, proud of her. So with uh, working with Marion Marie, was this the was this the So Sleepy joint for yourself, or was this on her project? Nah, we didn't. We haven't. Um, so Sleepy is yet to come out, and it I haven't
1: decided. You really? Uh, which? Okay. Which, I, I decided to be I'm gonna be honest <laughs> I want you to know that I'm gonna make a confession real quick yes that uh, I've had about uh, there's no slight to any of them mm-hmm. and and the, the song just hasn't come out that's all but uh, I have not decided who's gonna be the, the woman on So Sleepy yet understood so I mean you know that that's what that is mm-hmm. <laughs> but fair enough but but um, yeah no we did this song called Magic Words mm. that um, Miriam put out in, in a um um, Demo Fashion Not Demo Fashion But she put it on In her Room for Living EP, EP And um, But she didn't put out The version that we've done And the version That we have together I must say Is quite magical <laughs> It's quite magical And I, I look forward To the day When we're gonna put that out But that was a fun process yeah. She's just She's got a penchant For melody Yeah And for songwriting
0: And, it, and it touching you in, in that really special way Absolutely I know you've also done work Um, You mentioned them earlier But you You uh one of the first solo credits i saw for yourself is with of montreal themselves right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 we
1: did that song uh <laughs> pray <Dupree> valet <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while man it's,
2: it's been, been, a while. been
1: a while no i feel you i feel you it's been a little while <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man kevin is kevin is a genius that's mm-hmm. all i can say about that yeah. kevin is a uh, is a bleeping genius <laughs> and uh yeah pray valet yeah no nah, i mean i haven't we haven't touched that song in a long time and i hope to to put that re-release that song in in a in a format which will reflect where i am as a producer now right and uh
0: you know so that's that's yeah that's what that man i don't want to belabor the point but can you talk to me maybe about one of the special collaborations or uh you know people getting together that you saw yourself or that that you experienced that you just thought was amazing you know yeah
1: i would tell you off the top of my head um you know i told you one of the first albums i got was lauren hill from this education Mm -hmm. and um one of the second albums i got was was um voodoo and when i heard um d'angelo and lauren do nothing even matters i just thought like man it was a match made in heaven there are a lot of great duets that have happened uh over the course of like recorded music and whatnot um so you know i don't want to Make any sort of statement like this is the right. greatest one of no, all. No, no, There's nothing like that. I just remember it touched me. Yeah, and I just remember thinking, man, <laughs> right. what a pairing to hear these voices, to hear this vibe on this this music.
0: What was so crazy about that to me is like, with nothing even matters, um, is like you know, just the the, the kind of the the production decisions that were made yes! for that record. You know, My God, like just to <laughs> say, to say like you know. We're yeah, just not man. gonna have a snare. We're gonna have snaps. <laughs> and to get that rid of, Man, we're gonna play a little bit of please, nothing. Please, please. Nothing even matters. Engine. The engine.
2: Nothing even matter my to me.
3: identity
2: I sometimes have a tendency
4: to look at you religiously Cause nothing even matters to me Nothing even matters
2: Nothing even matters
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna stay. I'd stay. Yeah, here I can for stay. I can stay there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> I'll be up in here, man. There's wine, all that. Yeah, man. that's Shit, <sighs> the- man. <Yeah>, nah, <laughs> nah,
1: I would like to dedicate that song to Saint Beauty. I love y'all, and I hope we make music that good
0: one day. Shout out to Saint Beauty, hey. Miss Isis Valentino, hey, Baby Alex, <laughs> Hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely check out what Saint Beauty doing. Yeah, we are, right, we are, we, we are, we are hopeful, y'all. and we are going to let y'all know uh, they will be on the set list there's a lot of i i just i i i i don't want to
1: leave here without saying that um there's a lot of magic that's going to come out of one land i'm excluding myself from even that because you know i'm i'm going to try my best i'm going to do you know i'm going to do what god is calling me to do and whatnot but i'm going to tell you though that uh that I am incredibly inspired by the people that I work with challenged intimidated (laughs) uh, and 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 uplifted in every way by 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 the artists that I work with on a a regular basis is a real um, it is a real movement yeah I don't take that lightly I know people say that All the time Oh there's a black Renaissance over here And there's this And that <laughs> you know? Right I mean a lot of it's bullshit man But I'm gonna yeah. tell you what Like if somebody is, uh, Trying to be a real nigga man I'm gonna tell you There's a real <laughs> movement Happening yeah. Over here In Atlanta And it's not no punk ass shit dude That's Understood
0: <laughs> Duly noted <laughs> Just wanna make sure I say that Before I leave right. Your friendly PSA Sweet. We are going to return back to <laughs> no. But no Um I, I completely agree and we, we're I'm, I'm excited yeah. about what I've heard and what I know is constantly being made over there mm-hmm. you know we began to approach this idea but one of the other essential parts of a set list or one of the essential parts of a live performance that we see mm-hmm. particularly in uh, in um in kind of soul and uh, I won't even no I won't even restrict it to a genre to a subgenre, but what we see is the idea of the cover song, you know, mm-hmm. that song that where an artist gets up there and they reinterpret a work mm-hmm. that speaks to them, mm-hmm. that uh, kind of um, that either they feel like they could have written yeah. or they feel like was written for them. Yeah. No, no.
1: that I, I have had that experience. Yeah. And deeply. And I'm going to I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Tell me. So I'm going to tell you the best. Well, maybe I don't know where you're going with it. If you're going to ask me who's done the best cover. I would have to think about that. But the best cover that I love to do yes. is of a song. It's two covers okay, in one. It's called High and Dry wow. by Radiohead, one of my favorite artists. And um, and I combined that with Send It On by D'Angelo. And when I heard High and Dry, which was one of the first songs I learned to play you know on what? guitar. We're going to shut you up right now. We're going to play a little to bit. Yes. Yeah.
2: I bet you think that's pretty clever Don't you, boy Oh Flying on your motorcycle Watching all the ground Beneath you drop kill yourself for recognition Kill yourself for never, ever stop you broke another mirror. You're turning into something. Oh, surely not. Don't, don't leave, speak high. Don't leave me dry. Send don't leave, send me. again Ride up in conversation you will be the one all oh, your insights, fall And you just sit there Wishing you could still make love They're the ones who hate you When you think you got the world All searched out. They're the ones who spit at you And you
1: that song it speaks to my soul and the way that it came about um was uh, in no small part to a conversation i had with chuck lightning uh as i was doing the song one like, member I, of deep cotton yeah for uh, one, half one half of deep cotton mm-hmm. uh the lightning half of deep cotton and he uh was having we were having a conversation as i was um getting ready to pardon me uh, produce a cover of the song and I was going to go, uh, you know, like I said, it was one of the first songs I learned a guitar. I started mm. learning guitar in 2012 and, uh, it was one of the first, first songs I learned on Rocksmith, the video game. And so I took it and I was going to, you know, produce it in the way that I, you know, in the, in the radio version, cause I was going to kind of just, you know, make stems and then perform it live. Whatever. Mm. And, um, you know, Chuck and I came down, he came down and we had a conversation and, and somehow it drifted into like D'Angelo and, and, um that put a seed into my mind and heart um uh, to think about how d'angelo might do the song and i don't know where you know it was kind of one of those moments of just yeah you know you just you're like oh that's a really good idea <laughs> i don't know how i heard and I, you know i had i've had moments like that with radio and and a head head and d'angelo um enough to put together a project around it but but this was the first this was the initial yeah. step and the and I still say the best yeah out of all the songs that I did and have done on this project called okay lady which you will hear at some point this year but like it 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 um that song is a is a prayer to me man that song the lyrics um I can't explain it man how how it came together and how it touched my life how those lyrics Are so relevant to me Mm -hmm. it um it's just a really divine very special thing and um you know i am not compare into comparing you know who did it best or whatever sure i would just say that that version of that song that i did and i've not said you know i don't i I don't say this all you gotta say that version of that song that i did that came out you're right I won't even say the idea that just that came out me. from that conversation, through that game that I was playing, that taught me that song, through the lyrics that Tom York wrote, that version of that song is a prayer to me. It's a meditation, and it, it touches me in deeper than anything that than any
0: I've seen anybody else do with that. So I would agree um, yeah. on uh, all fronts, yeah. man. Like all fronts. I know that um, when you first when you first played that for me mm-hmm. um came over to wonderland and and um it was you and nate and, and uh, chuck and uh i remember you saying at that point like talking to me like man if these songs were reimagined by d'angelo like you yeah. say, say because you know d'angelo yeah you know d'angelo likes likes his stuff to simmer he likes his shit to cook in a <laughs> crock pot <laughs> he does he does <laughs> yeah. it's not quick it's not nah, fast it's not a microwave He's gonna let it stew For yeah. a little bit of time He's he gonna
1: put it on In the morning
0: Yeah Go to work And come back He's, he's gonna, gonna let gonna them All get friendly get He's, he's right? gonna, gonna let all yeah. the juices Get friendly <laughs> with one another They're gonna introduce Themselves to one another Say <laughs> right. hey how you doing I'm right. I'm parsley Hey right. what's going on Carrots I'm, over here Yeah so <laughs> That being said uh, That that was like the, the way you oriented me When I when was yeah. like You know when Before you played the record And so I remember yeah. Hearing it going like this is beautiful like this is beautiful mm-hmm. and uh you know uh you know we talked about the visuals that are attached to this mm-hmm. um um but but even like you said you know even hearing the other three songs at that time like all of it was good all of it mm-hmm. was 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 um moving and to me imaginative mm-hmm. right from a head perspective mm-hmm. like from a head exercise I was like man that's dope yeah but that one right there was from a heart place where it was like man this is so good this is something special right here Um, and I'll also say that because this is a side note send it on to be very transparent it's my maybe my least favorite Hmm. D'Angelo song From Voodoo From Voodoo Yeah yeah Cause from, it's Cause the album is so It's like, so amazing yeah. yeah like so it's like <laughs> yeah. If I had to choose a song yeah. This is my disclosure Back in the Napster days Right mm, Like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a I remember I had a You know D'Angelo's record came out And I was like I couldn't buy it Cause I was a broke college kid So or whatever man. They didn't have no money Thank But you know, Absolutely that's nuts So what I ended up doing though I remember is like Yo This Napster joint Let's make this happen yeah. And um, I had had put other songs in there but I couldn't fit or no I think I bought one of the CDs like a 60 minute or 50, something that couldn't keep all of the songs right yeah on the, it or you whatever you talking about blank disc yeah, yeah. It was like a, <laughs> no. you know what I'm saying so yeah. I couldn't do all that yeah. so I needed to make a, a game time decision yeah. on what song I was gonna leave off what you gonna burn? yeah and uh, I opted to uh, I, I remember leaving off something that I thought was in hindsight, I thought it was much doper, but I kept sending it on. And I remember on, yeah. thinking like, this was the one I should have left should've off. This left on, yeah. yeah. But all that is to say, <laughs> hearing it in the context of, um, Radiohead's high and dry, man, it, it, it reintroduced the song to me, man, in such yeah. a profound way, man. Yeah. But again, you know, we also talked about this in terms of what, you know, kind of what you did not want to do when discussing the podcast and discussing rather, uh, the um kind of what is the answer to all questions but one of the other aspects of the cover is to talk about just for you as an artist who is your your most profound musical influence Mm. and um i know you mentioned someone earlier but i don't i don't want to hold you to uh the roman john arthur of 20 minutes ago I, i mean
1: you know it's it's you know, I'm going to say, you know, Stevie Wonder. Um, and in all honesty, Stevie Wonder is my my greatest musical influence. It's not just about his music, though. Um, it's about the context in which his music came out that makes him a hero to me. It's about the things that he decided to do with his music that makes him a hero. And um, it's about the life that he lived outside of the music. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's the clear answer to me. Uh, there are a lot of artists that I really admire, that I really, you know, from a live perspective, that I think are outstanding. Prince is still the greatest live performer. Hmm. I mean, you know, and he and he has said I've I've had you know um, the opportunity to 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 you know be with him right. outside of his shows and things like that, right. and he has expressed. That the only person that he would fear, and Prince is not a, you know, he's not a coy performer, (laughs) not at all, (laughs) in the least. But he said the only person that he would fear. Kind of going on after is Stevie Wonder, and I see why, (laughs) you know. But Prince is still—he's—I don't know what he is. You don't, you don't. No one knows how old Prince is. I mean, right? You can conjecture based on Wikipedia or whatever. Nobody knows how old Prince is and um he's still the fucking best man like mm-hmm. nobody is touching prince yeah uh, and so you know from a live perspective um i i hope that um you know i i will one day eclipse him um or not even eclipse but, you know because people they come up in different generations and i don't know if prince will ever die so i don't know if i'll ever I be able it. to do that i doubt it but um and he's one of the greatest guitarists to ever live and and um gosh yeah but but in terms of artists that influence me and will influence my career yeah. my heart my soul my family um everything culture uh, stevie Wonder is the greatest i will never
0: yeah say anything absolutely it makes sense man he's um the the they're both so special um prince and stevie and Surely. and 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 in very different ways they uh inform the culture and 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 just are extremely absolutely. profound in that way absolutely um i am curious though just from you like what what uh <laughs> do you have what's at this moment in time right at whatever time on the calendar this is whatever you know time on the clock whatever date on the calendar this is your favorite stevie record just curious Mm. the song that just started playing in my head when you said that was Mm. girl blue Mm. the song that
1: i always say is golden lady man that's Um, me right there the songs that i have written
0: on my notes are well i won't go into that because i know you're gonna ask those questions so fair enough but I think yeah Golden Lady makes sense because it's to me it's it's funny like Golden Lady is such a such a amazing like, where the hell did you where were you when you made that record where were you when you made like, it where the <laughs> fuck did that come from it's funny where? we had we had India in the studio of course and so you know we like talked about her cover of land. Golden Lady and what I love is the, the kind of the personification of, of of her and saying like I'd like to go there golden lady yeah. i'd like to go there <laughs> wherever it was that you made that song <laughs> let me i would like to go there. yeah i would it's such a beautiful beautiful song but yeah i i would say you know between there and you know uh you know for me, for myself uh sarita's offering of blame it on the sun is just <laughs> yeah knocks yeah it's crazy Crazy. That whole like last three songs on that album. Shut your face. We're not gonna talk about that. We're gonna going, keep this going because I'm I, I'm yeah. belaboring this. Yeah, I'm this is bomb, that, but yeah. we're at the point, man. where We're talking about uh, you know how we end the set, man. How we end mm-hmm. the set list, man. What's the uh, mm-hmm. our closer, man? This is of course the way in which we leave the audience, mm-hmm. man. And so mm-hmm. you know um, yeah. one of those way. Well, I'll say this. What is your favorite final song? On an album? Um, Not to be too consistent,
1: but. (laughs) (laughs) The man of the album. But honestly, though, you know, Stevie had like a golden era of like. From like what it was like 1970 until. Like 1970, you know, until Songs in the Key of Life, yeah, where he's putting out songs of the like album of the genius. year genius. every fucking year, genius, yeah. And uh, so, all of those
0: albums, music in my mind, with amazing book, uh, w- fulfilling this first finale, exactly, in a vision,
1: Songs in the Key of Life, yeah, it was nuts. And, and all of those albums have we talked about the album at the beginning of this as a dying art form or whatever, mm-hmm. but all of those albums are good from start to finish, and they. And when i say finish man you're talking about songs like i believe evil um fulfilling his personalities please don't go on <sighs> yeah. on songs in key of life it's you know what is it uh uh, all, uh um, sunday morning sunday
0: whatever. Mo- uh yeah
1: yeah it's like he, stevie's very intentional about filling finishing his albums very well so not to belabor that point or, yeah. or to get too you know um monochromatic or whatever but, um, uh, you know, you could definitely, an obvious answer would be Purple Rain <laughs> on Purple Rain. Purp, purple Rain I mean, on, on the, the song, not, yeah, on the album, Purple yeah. Rain. Because, I mean, even if you're just thinking about a concert, like, if you line up, the you know, some of the greatest artists or the best, you know, closing
0: numbers, phew, it's hard to edge out it's gonna be hard to edge out (laughs) I would agree with you it's gonna be hard I would agree with you it's gonna be really hard and you know I remember watching a documentary and like that was live to tape at that point right yes like like that's nuts to think that that was like that's just that special moment into the revolution was just at that peak
1: man they really really were Wendy and Lisa and and Prince the guitar playing uh, the production um, every choice yeah so I mean that that song is you know the epitome of epic let's go into Uh, Purple
0: Rain a little bit right here okay (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I would also mention take this time to mention that uh, there's a version. Um, you know, Prince is extremely secretive online in terms of like allowing any of his live performances to be seen on on YouTube or anything like that. Yes. I did have the opportunity. The first time I saw it was with Chuck, uh, who is a Prince, you know, aficionado, aficionado slash gatherer, hoarder yeah. or whatever, and he had this VHS of uh, a performance that I was later able to find online. But it was of 1985, um, which was the year after Purple Rain was released. 1985 tour, and I don't know if this was the culmination or not. But he did the show at Syracuse, okay, and that's where he filmed it, and uh, that's the only show of Purple Rain that I've ever been able to see of that you know album tour or whatever that I've been able to see. Mm-hmm. And he ended with you know obviously with Purple Rain as an encore, 17 minutes long. All kind of like amazing guitar solos mm. and stuff like that. So if you ever get a chance to listen to that, mm. if you can ever find it, mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> hit the Google. you know, yeah. But you're gonna have to hit deep Google for that, <laughs> as <laughs> Seth Meyers might say. Deep Google, deep Google, <laughs> man. <laughs> Which, yeah, man. And then and let me let me throw in this other one, just outside of Steve, Prince Stevie because I don't remember him so hard. But um, you know, Radiohead, um, the end of OK Computer, oh, had this yeah. song called Tourist. Yeah, that. Um, you know, that's an amazing album. Okay Computer is it was my introduction to 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 Radiohead and they mm-hmm. have uh put together a, a an amazing career yeah. of albums um not to be overlooked, but Okay Computer um is another example of of just start to finish. Yeah. Great music, great great right album down. and the way that they finished uh that album
0: with the Taurus. Let's listen to a little bit of that. Computer, but they when they reach that big
1: pinnacle, it's like, Hey man, slow down, slow down. And it's just like, you, you, like, I don't even like most of the time, 75% of the time, I don't know what the fuck Tom York is talking about. <laughs> but when he comes through with those certain lyrics that you do feel like you know what he's talking about, it just, yeah,
4: you just know? start nodding your head, like, yes, mm-hmm.
1: yes, what? you got it. He knows something about what I like, where I am in my life right now. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's um, and you know, and to your point, like you said, they they have strung together a career of mm-hmm. just impressive genre bending music. You know, yeah, Kid A, OK Computer, I mean, like it's just it's it's amazing. But yeah. I, I do I do agree that, and also they're and not to interrupt, you, but no, they're,
1: they're late. You know, a lot of artists like they get uh. You know, that have a long career. Mm-hmm. People disregard the the latest stuff that they right, come out with. Right. But Radiohead, I mean, they've had a long career of like a mate, like in rainbows. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. Ten, fifteen. I don't know how many years into their career that was, but right. that, that's a long time into their career. They were like a legacy at that point, and they put out that they put out that album.
0: And it was as good as any of the album they have put out. Very good, and and I think it got kind of overshadowed with the pay what you want model because yeah, they introduced that with yeah, that yeah, with that in that t- yeah. Technology so it way, kind yeah. of it was kind of looked at as kind, not a, not a parlor trick that. but more of like <laughs> oh this wonderful marketing scheme it's like no yeah they could have sold this at whatever cost they wanted to sell it at it was just dope as hell like yes. yeah you know so i completely agree like um top to bottom radiohead just an amazing act man mm. you know uh for yourself man just in terms of closing you know, yeah as a closer and final question. And I just want to say, yeah, man, that, you know, on the fourth uh district, fourth five Setlist podcast, man, um, I just wanted to say, man, thank you for coming. Uh I wanted to ask you, you know, person, like what um well, honestly, there's a couple questions that just personally I, I would like to know. But I think that, you know, when you look at the musical landscape currently, hmm What do you see missing out there so that was intense i (laughs) am (laughs) very uh
1: you know i thought about what i would say at that that moment and i don't think i don't take saying that lightly i think that i um You know, man. Like, because of the music that I make, because I'm a black man, and because of the way that I sing, because of the churches that I grew up in, it's an inevitable fact that I'm a soul artist, and that I'm also an R and B artist. Yeah. And it's also inevitable because of the climate that, that that you know, you know, terms have a certain like connotation in people's mind. They conjure up certain images, certain sounds. Mm-hmm. even smells and things like that when you say things so when you say r&b now or when you say soul there's a lot of like shit that i don't that i don't like that's associated with it right so i've shied away from like you know people in the airport have oh, no you know they see me with the guitar right they see me with my hat and shit like that and they're yeah. like what what, what what you know what kind of music do you make and i'm i'm always afraid to say you know soul music sure but I do make soul music, <laughs> God damn it! I make soul music. I love music that touches people's soul, that comes from my soul, and I love R and B. This is the reason why I love R and B. I love rhythm. Rhythm is the root of all music. Yeah, and I love the blues. Right. Because blues, as Wynton Marcellus would put it, there's there's a few there's there's few aspects to jazz, and he said as his third aspect to jazz, it is the blues. Mm. And he talked about the blues as people's ability. It's talking like the the primary aspect of the blues is like resiliency. Right. It's like you're down. That's the obvious thing in the blues. You're going to be down. But it's not about like staying down. The blues is not depression. The blues is what the fuck do you do when you're down? And that starts from, you know, in black culture, that starts from when you are oppressed to a point of like there is no way that you are going to get out of slavery in your lifetime. Mm -hmm. What do you do? when it's 17 whatever right and you are picking cotton for whomever master whomever and in your lifetime you nor your children will ever get out what does that mean what how do you deal with that that's the blues yeah. and and that is in my spirit that 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 was inculcated in me god bless my grandfathers yeah uh, both of whom were pastors um, i grew up in the baptist church and i know about the blues from them mm-hmm. you know i've had a privileged life but but i know about it from them and it's inculcated into my genetics yeah so i have a responsibility to represent the blues even in my own life in my own experiences but i also have a, a, a deep love and represent like and a, and a deep love and a deep uh responsibility to represent rhythm so i am an r&b artist right i am a soul artist because i love god and i hope that people and I, I'm not saying God in the sense of like the narrow sense that the church often tries to put God in or whatever, mm-hmm. like especially Baptist church or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's just that like I know everybody is trying to find their purpose. Everybody wants to go with the wind. Everybody wants to go with the current of like whatever the universe is telling them to do. Mm-hmm. That's rhythm. Yeah. That is rhythm. Right. So I, I'm, a, I'm a rhythm blues soul artist. And I just hope that over the course of my career, the, the brief stint that I have. In music, that I will be able to douse some water, some truth onto that genre, and to to change the images, the smells, mm-hmm. the sounds that people hear in their heads
0: when somebody says the words R and B or soul. That's good, man. That's good. And you actually kind of dovetailed into what was my second question, which is okay. was just as a as a black artist who. You know to be very frank right we're you know we sit up and we discuss in a in a you know very casual format um you know artists that are inspiring us and artists that are touching us and you know we're not necessarily and believe me when i say this we are not dismissing or talking down to i'm a product of no, hip-hop culture or anything no, like that so no. they, that, but very casually we're talking about foster the people very casually we're talking about yeah. of montreal yeah. very you know very naturally we are in discussions about mgmt or we're in yeah. discussions about tame impala we're in discussions about it you know we're talking about these acts that however be classified alternative whatever sure. you want to say um but as a black artist you're not expected to talk about that you're expected yeah. to talk about trey song's and yes. you're expected to talk about r kelly, r. kelly or, whoever, or whoever yeah. august Alsina, or yeah. whoever's out there because yeah. and and regardless of you know you your image and your look and your you know your musician and you play and whatever it is you know and this is of course the struggle that santa gold talked about and mm-hmm. this is a struggle that um fk uh Hey Twigs, Hey Twigs is sure. talked about and just saying like, hey, just because I'm black doesn't mean that I'm automatically placed. In, you know, if you never yeah. saw me, no. what you would do is you would evaluate the music on its own yeah. head. You know, yeah. and uh and that would put me in this other that would put me in these other genres, but. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, you know, when you talk about injecting and infusing soul into the current landscape in the blues and R&B and and really. It's the responsibility of more than
1: just black artists, though. Mm -hmm. It's not and it's not just it's not just black art that has, you know, sort of a a monopoly on soul, Mm -hmm. which is the way that we often think about it because of the struggle that we've come through because of the history of America. Yeah. And the history of black people in America in particular. But I would say though that and the, and the, uh, the black tradition
0: of the church.
1: Yeah, honestly, I mean, I, yeah, that's, absolutely. movie. about, soul me, we yeah. think about But I mean, I think about I think about one of my heroes from Chile, Victor Jara. Victor Jara. That's V Victor, and then J A R A. Okay. He was he was um, the equivalent of of Martin Luther King in Chile, hmm. in terms of his um, his the way that he spoke up in the community. His art, his martyrdom, you know, mm. literally the way that he was murdered in front of people mm. for his beliefs, for the way that he spoke up in his art. He was a professor. Um, he was a songwriter, political activist. And I think about his music. And when I hear it, you know, like I said, I studied Spanish in, 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 right. in, in, in school. So when I hear his music, that is as much soul music to any, as James Brown to me. Gotcha. I, I mean, that's the God-honest truth. hmm when i hear his music it is coming from a place of the desire to fulfill what god placed in his heart that's it to go with the wind as i Mm -hmm. said like to to go with that current and um even if that means sacrificing your life right that is a real like soul music Mm -hmm. to tell the truth regardless of the consequences
0: amen in agreement with that yes sir Roman John Arthur. Love y'all. Amen. We just want to say on behalf of 4th District, uh, you are tuned into the set list. Uh, this was Roman John Arthur. Um, please stay tuned with us. We will continue to feature the good music that's coming out of this brother's uh, music. Also, be on the lookout for the Ephis, which will be coming out in June. And uh, you can support uh, at your local retailer or local online community we will continue to keep track of Roman John Arthur and we will have uh just continue be in dialogue with this is a Dom bean the set list
4: again yes.